May this be a wonderful Monday for you on this 13th day of April. We're looking at the Easter stories because we still are in the uh, Easter season, according to the Christian calendar. And this one is a story we um, seem to study every year, but it's an important one. So in the Gospel of John, chapter 20, verses 19 to 31, the devotional is called that you might believe. Verse 19, on the evening of that day, the first day of the week, the doors being shut where the disciples were for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said to them, peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, even so I send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. Now Thomas, one of the twelve, called the twin, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see in his hands the print of the nails, and place my finger in the mark of his nails, and place my hand in his side, I will not believe. Eight days later, the disciples were again in the house, and Thomas was with them. The door was shut, but Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands, and put out your hands and place it in my side. Do not be faithless, but believing. Thomas answered him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet believe. Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of the disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written that you might believe or may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you may have life in his name. This is the word of God for the people of God. We say thanks be to God. No way. Have you ever heard that after you've said something that you experienced or saw and no one believed you? When I was in seminary, I was in a record store in Dallas when I saw a crowd gathered around a gentleman with long black hair. I first thought he was Frank Zappa, a rock musician of the era. But it turned out he was the store manager and the crowd was there for Robert Plant, the singer for the rock group called Led Zeppelin. They were in town for a concert that night. Naturally, uh, naturally, I went over and asked for his autograph and received it. No way was what I heard from those with whom I shared the news that I had met Robert Plant. I think I also heard that from my grandmother when I shared news that I was getting married. If it wasn't no way, it was certainly finally. So, dear listener, dear reader, dear friend, I trust your Easter was blessed and time that you spent with family was good. We watched our pastor on YouTube early Sunday morning, then I barbecued a meal, which was followed by an ages-old tradition we have, cracking cascarones in the backyard. Cascarones are the eggs you see at the stores, filled with confetti. It was certainly different from Easter's past. And our hope is that next year we can once again have Easter's like before. But as was shared throughout the weekend, our churches may be empty, but so is the tomb. Indeed, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Now, Thomas wasn't on the he is risen train. 
I thought about how Saturday must have been for the disciples. I thought about how fear and silence are not good companions. If the disciples were anything that weekend, they were scared. They were very afraid. And the silence of the Sabbath made it even worse for them. The majority of the disciples had no other place to hide but in the upper room, the room that had been lent to them in which they celebrated the Last Supper. It was an upstairs room, and it had a lock. So locked safely away from the ground floor, the eleven and the women who traveled with them could feel a bit safer. Though having seen what they saw, they knew that there would be a few places, or there would be few places of safety. The anger convinced the Jews that they could get away with anything since they counted the death of Jesus as a success, and so they feared that they might be next. So it was on that evening of that first Easter, while locked in the upper room, Jesus entered the room and shared a word of peace. Think about that. The door was locked. Jesus didn't use the door, but he entered the room and shared a word of peace. You think Jesus knew they needed to hear, peace be with you? Yes, not just once, but twice as he shared it with them. And then he addresses probably what they knew they were thinking anyway. Is it really Jesus? And how is it that he's alive? And how is it that in bodily form he was able to come into this locked room? And what evidence does he have? And so he shares with them the obvious proof of his suffering, again shared a word of peace. Then Jesus breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. Also with the instructions, if you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. And guess who is not there? The man known for his doubts, old brother Thomas. Where he was is anybody's guess, but the sad thing was that he was not there to see the risen Jesus and to receive the Holy Spirit shared by Jesus. It's not until he gets back that he hears the news and reacts with doubt. No way could have been heard on the street below. It was eight days later that the group is gathered back in the room, and this time Thomas is there. Interesting is that after he had said no way, he shared what he needed to see and touch before he would believe. Jesus' first words on this visit were the same as the week before, peace be with you. Then he addresses Thomas, put your finger here and see my hands, and put out your hand and place it in my side. Do not be faithless, but believing gulp. Thomas declares, my Lord and my God. His declaration was a foundational one, from, for from that moment on, his faith was one of action and belief. As I love to share, Thomas's ministry, from the legends we have about his name and where he went, took place mainly in the land of India, where believers in Jesus took the name Thomas as their surname because of the new faith and life they received from the apostle. Danny Thomas is perhaps the most well-known of these believers. Danny was an actor who, when he needed blessings in his life, namely to get into show business, he prayed to St. Jude and his prayers were answered. And as a result, Danny started the world-famous Children's Hospital named for his patron saint, St. Jude's Hospital of Memphis, Tennessee. And think about the thousands of children helped at no charge for years now as a result, a direct result of the Apostle Thomas's faith. Not bad for a doubter, right? 
Now, friends, it's not bad to doubt. In fact, many believers visit doubt and or, vout, or doubt visits them, but they leave stronger and better than their arrival there. Doubt can help us believe even more as we pray and reflect on whatever doubt we may be having in our minds at certain times. Remember the prophet who requested to die because of the struggles he had? He left that place of doubt and despair a stronger, better man. And so can we if we happen to have doubts about this crisis or any situation we may be facing in our lives. Doubts are free to visit us. We should welcome doubt. But doubt serves us better when we dispatch it away, when we dispatch doubt away with answered prayers and signs that we receive. One never knows the impact we may have on future recipients of our faith. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, as we pray, we pray for those who are feeling down and may be even doubtful because of this crisis or sadness from being away from family members. May the visits of doubt into our lives not take root in our spirits. Instead, may we emerge as victors over that which torments us now. This we pray in faith in the name of Jesus, our Lord and Savior. Amen. Thank you for tuning in. I pray you have a great and blessed day in the Lord. Radiate a strong faith in some way today. I pray you receive my blessings of love and comfort. I'm Pastor Adi Valverde, and may the Lord bless you and keep you.